This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Welcome into our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. The final score in the series opener between the Padres and the New York Mets. The Mets 5 and the Padres nothing. As the Padres drop to 6-5 and five on the season, the Mets improve to 6-5 and five as well. Sam Levitt with you in our San Diego studios after this one in New York City. Final totals for the Mets. Five runs, seven hits, one error for San Diego. No runs, two hits, and no errors. A tough one for the Padres. Really? Really uh, an interesting kind of weird game in some ways as well as the Padres see their three-game win streak snap. They won Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Atlanta, but they head it to New York and they're blanked by Max Scherzer and the New York Mets as the Mets win it by a final of five to nothing. A lot to do on our post-game coverage here on 90, uh, 97.3 The Fan and the Padres Radio Network. We'll go back to New York and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a little bit. We'll all also, play you back some of the highlights, tell you how this one went down. We'll give out our nightly awards at a town scoreboard, take your phone calls and more. But before we do all that, just quickly to sum up the way this one went here tonight. Padres had early opportunities against Max Scherzer, who ultimately would settle in for five scoreless innings. He did walk three. But the Padres, and we say this so often with really, really good, even great starting pitchers, When you have them on the ropes early, you got to take advantage. And the Padres had Max Scherzer in a tough spot early. He walks two in the first inning, but gets out of it with a double play ball. A leadoff walk in the third. Padres had a runner on third base with less than two outs. Couldn't get the run in. And then after that, Scherzer really settled in. One, two, three, fourth inning. Worked around a one-out single in the fifth inning. And all in all, Scherzer, as the great stew, just figured it out. Battled his way through five scores the innings, 97 pitches. Meanwhile, you Darvish, his final line, really not indicative of how good Darvish was for the most part in this game. And a little bit later in the game, the seventh inning, you know, he, he was the victim of some really bad luck. I mean, I, I you knew, I mean, let's be real. You knew tonight was not the Padres night after Luis Guillorme bunts a ball about 75, 80 feet down the third baseline and it just settles somehow inside the foul line for a base hit, a fair ball. That happens, but you knew it wasn't the Padres' night when two batters later, Tomas Nito, a swinging bunt, does the exact same thing. It was literally almost the exact same spot down the third baseline, a swinging bunt, a little trickling ground ball that somehow 
hug the foul line and stay fair. Uh, once that happened, maybe it wasn't the Padres' night. A little bit later in that inning, the two-run double by Lindor to make it 5 nothing New York. But you Darvish, I mean, you look at his outing. Scoreless first inning, scoreless second inning, two outs nobody on in the third, gives up a single to Nimmo, hits Lindor, two-run double for McNeil, and just like that, it's 2 nothing Mets. But after that... I mean, for a while, that was the only blemish for you, Darvish. Scoreless fourth inning, scoreless fifth inning, scoreless sixth inning. At one point there, had retired nine in a row. And then again, the bad luck, and he doesn't actually give up the two-run double to Lindor. That was Tim Hill, but the runs charged against Darvish. So the final line for you, not indicative of really how good he was in this game. And uh, at the very least, he was much sharper here tonight than what he did in that first outing of the season. So, you Darvish really was uh, quite a bit better uh, than what the final line will be tonight. The, the good thing the Padres did, and you thought for a while this would be a big part of the game, they really made Max Scherzer work. I mean, he had to throw 97 pitches in five innings, 23 pitches in the opening inning. The Padres had great long plate appearances against Max Scherzer. I mean, from the very first plate appearance, Trent Grisham, a seven-pitch walk to start the game. Juan Soto, later in that inning, a nine-pitch walk. Rugnet Odor, a seven-pitch walk in the second, or rather the third. An 11-pitch at bat for Austin Nola in the fifth inning. The Padres did a great job making Max Scherzer work. But the problem, well, there were two problems. Number one, they couldn't capitalize when they had opportunities to get runs in. And number two, even though they got Scherzer out of the game after five, they couldn't do anything against the Mets' bullpen. John Curtis, Drew Smith, David Robertson, and Adam Adovino combined for four scoreless innings out of the pen. Padres had only two hits in this game, a single in the fifth inning and a single in the ninth inning, one by Kim, one by Bogarts. That was it. So you mix in you Darvish having a much sharper start but having some bad luck in this game. Max Scherzer working early, but somehow navigating his way through five scoreless and missed early opportunities and the lack of the Padres offense uh, really as a whole here tonight. So uh, maybe it was a little bit of getting into New York late, a little bit of a flat offense scenario after uh, a flight to New York late at night after Sunday night baseball Yesterday, maybe they used up all their runs with the 10-run outburst yesterday. Uh, but uh, look, not the end of the world. A tough 5 nothing defeat at the hands of the New York Mets in this series opener here tonight at City Field in New York. When we come back, we'll recap this one, play back some of the highlights. Plus, coming up a little bit later, we'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Go back to Flushing Queens, hear from the Padres skipper. Much more to get to on our post-game show, and we keep it rolling when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazon's 
of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. It was a beautiful day. Our post-game show continues on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you in our San Diego studios. Final score, the New York Mets 5 and the San Diego Padres nothing as the Mets take the opener of this three-game series at City Field in New York. Again, the Padres drop to 6-5. and five. Mets improve to 6-5. and five. Final totals for the Padres. No runs on just two hits, no errors. They left on seven. For the Mets, five runs, seven hits, one error. They left on four. Max Scherzer gets the win. You Darvish takes the defeat, and a tough one today for the Padres. One of those, I think he just got a wash away at the end of the night and uh, come back tomorrow. Uh, the Padres see their three-game win streak get snapped after winning in Atlanta Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, losing the series opener of this three-game set here today. Still a lot to get to on our post-game show. We will take some of your phone calls coming up in a little while, 833-288-0973. Have a few things to do before that, but we will take the phone calls coming up as always 833-288-0973 the phone number i'm also taking your tweets at 97.3 the fan sd or at sammy lev s-a-m-m-y L-E-V. You can hit me up on Instagram as well at Sammy Lev there. And uh, on TikTok, for the TikTokers out there, Sammy Levitt, shoot me a message on IG or TikTok. Let me know your thoughts about tonight's game if you have any questions. And as always, if you have something good to say, uh, something uh, smart to say, I might just read it on the air. So uh, we got a lot of stuff to do still. Break this one down. A tough offensive night for the Padres, no doubt about that. No runs on just two hits. Padres had a couple of singles in this game. One off Max Scherzer, one off Adam Adam Adovino, and that was it. That was all the offense for the Padres today. They did walk six times, but that was it. So a tough one uh, at the plate for the Padres after a game yesterday in Atlanta that saw the Padres score 10 runs on 13 hits. So that's baseball. One night you can score 10 runs and be hitting the ball all over the yard. And less than 24 hours later, it uh, doesn't go that way at all. So uh, that's the way it went. Let's take a listen back to some of the highlights and recap this one. It was a veteran starting pitching matchup between you Darvish and Max Scherzer. Scherzer walked two in the opening frame, but got a double play to end the inning. Darvish retired the side in order in the bottom half. After a scoreless second, the Padres again got a leadoff walk in the third. Rugnet Odor was on third base with one out, but the Padres didn't score. In the bottom half, Darvish retired the first two batters, but then a single from Brandon Nimmo. Francisco Lindor was hit by a pitch. Jeff McNeil was next. So McNeil, the left-handed hitter, grounded out his first at bat, swings at the first pitch, lines it down the right field line. That's a fair ball going to the corner. Odor is going to have to chase it down. Nimmo has scored easily. Lindor is being waved by Joey Cora. Here's the relay to the plate. It is not in time. And standing at third base with a two-run triple is Jeff McNeil. The Mets strike first here in the bottom of the third, a two-out rally. 
That's all Darvish allowed in the third. He then tossed a scoreless fourth inning and fifth inning. Scherzer did the same, but the Padres worked some long at-bats against him, driving his pitch count up to 97 through 5. That was all for Scherzer. John Curtis replaced him in the sixth inning, with the Mets still leading 2 nothing. Curtis issued a couple of two-out walks, but struck out Matt Carpenter to end the inning. Meanwhile, Darvish retired nine in a row with a 1-2-3 bottom half, with the Mets still leading 2 nothing. Drew Smith tossed a scoreless top of the seventh inning. You Darvish returned to the mound in the bottom half. He got in trouble, though. Mark Canna doubled to start the inning. Then Luis Guillorme bunted a ball down the third baseline. It went no joke. 75, 80 feet. Stayed fair. Everybody was safe. Canna went to third. Eduardo Escobar hit a sack fly to left field. It scored Canna. The Mets led 3-0. Then Tomas Nito hit a slow trickling ground ball up the third baseline. I'm not kidding. The same thing happened. It went about three quarters of the way up the line and stayed fair. It was unreal. I've never seen anything like it. And at that point, maybe it wasn't the Padres' night. That was it for Darvish. He was replaced by Tim Hill. Hill got a fielder's choice from Brandon Nimmo, but there were still two on with the Mets leading 3-0. Francisco Lindor stepped in. 2-0, hard hit, pass Machado down the left field line, and a base hit. Yorme will come in and score. Nimmo's on his way to third. He's going to be waved. Throw coming in from Soto. Bogart's relay to the plate. Not in time. A two-run double, Francisco Lindor. All of a sudden, 5-0 Mets in the seventh. The Mets' bullpen did the rest. A scoreless eighth inning from David Robertson. A scoreless ninth inning from Adam Ottavino. And that was it. Mets 5, Padres nothing. Again, the Padres get no runs on only two hits. Mets had five runs, seven hits. Yu Darvish takes the defeat. He drops to 0-1. Max Scherzer, five scoreless innings. They were not perfect. By any means, he was walking guys, and Padres had early opportunities. But Scherzer picks up the win. He improves to 2-1. and one. As the Padres fall in front of 30,000-plus at City Field in New York. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. We will take your phone calls coming up. 833-288-0973, the phone number. But when we come back, we'll go back to City Field in New York and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Hear the skipper's thoughts after tonight's 5-0 loss to the New York Mets. Much more to come on our postgame coverage after this on the Padres Radio Network. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Final 
final score in New York City tonight, the Mets 5 and the Padres nothing. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network inside our San Diego studios. Sun setting here in San Diego. Looks like a nice evening out there. Hope you had a great Monday. Unfortunately, Padres couldn't give you something to smile about on this Monday evening, falling to the Mets 5-0 in this series opener. Padres see their three-game win streak snapped. Padres dropped to 6-5 and five through 11 games in this early season. Mets improved to 6-5. and five. And again, the story in this one, really uh, a few stories, and we will hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up from City Field here in just a moment, so stay tuned for that. But just to recap, in case you missed it, the, the storylines in this one, Padres had early opportunities against Max Scherzer, couldn't figure out how to get runs in. They walked twice in the first inning. The thing the Padres did extremely well today against Max Scherzer was that they just worked the count, and they drove his pitch count up to 97 through five innings, and it started right away. Seven-pitch walk to Trent Grisham. Later in the inning, Juan Soto had a really entertaining plate appearance, a nine-pitch walk. There was a seven-pitch walk to Odor later in the game, an 11-pitch at-bat for Nola later in the game. I mean, really throughout the outing for Scherzer, the one thing the Padres did, they really made him work, and they caused him to walk three guys. Now, the problem with all that was, A, In the hit department, the only hit the Padres got against them was a single in the fifth inning by Ha-Sung Kim. And when they had opportunities with runners on base, they couldn't cash in. They had runners on first and second, one out in the first inning. Bogarts grounds into an inning-ending double play that really took a lot of momentum away from the Padres. A spot there against a future Hall of Famer and Max Scherzer. Look, it's an old adage, but it is true because you see it so much. When you got a really good starting pitcher on the ropes early, you got to find ways to score because once they settle in, and Scherzer didn't really like settle in, settle in to any kind of dominant stretch here tonight. But when you have opportunities, you got to cash in against a guy like Max Scherzer. You got to. Padres didn't do that here tonight. So a missed opportunity in the first inning, a leadoff walk to Odor in the third. He was on third base. With less than two outs, Grisham strikes out, Machado pops out. That's the inning. And really, from then on, the fourth inning scoreless, the fifth inning, Scherzer works around a one-out single, and that was it. So that was the early story. Just missed opportunities, even though they really did make Max Scherzer work. The other part of it, Hugh Darvish, who his final line, six innings and a third, five earned runs given up again. He was better than what that final line is. Two scoreless innings to begin the night. There was a span of three batters after it was two outs and nobody on in the third inning where he gives up two runs. A single to Nimmo, hits Lindor, two-run double to McNeil, just like that, 2 nothing Mets. But after that, he settled in again. Fourth inning scoreless, fifth inning scoreless, sixth inning scoreless. At one point there, nine straight guys retired. And then the seventh inning... Yeah, he gives up the leadoff double to Canna. That was hard hit, but he was bit uh, bit by some bad luck. You know, the again, the bunt by Guillaume, which somehow stays fair. The swinging bunt by Nito, that somehow stays fair. It was unbelievable. And then he comes out of the game, and Hill ultimately gives up the two-run double, and that's how that line became six and a third and five earned runs. So, 
you know, there was bad luck there for Darvish. Was he perfect? No, but he was much sharper. He was much like the you were used to seeing, no doubt about that. And by the way, it wouldn't have mattered anyway because the Padres didn't score today. It was one of those games. Nothing doing offensively. So, anyway, it was a great pitching matchup, couple of veteran right-handers, and uh, you know what? Here's the weird thing. If you watch this game, you listen to this game here tonight, you almost felt like Darvish was sharper than Scherzer. But Scherzer's the one that gave up no runs and picks up the win just that kind of night. All right, let's go back to City Field in New York. Hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin after tonight's game. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian Resource. Bob looked like uh, Scherzer opened the door a crack for you with some leadoff walks that are unusual for him, but you really couldn't kick the door up. Yeah, you know, we got him, got his pitch count up. I think it was 25 or so in the first inning. And, you know, try to try to make him throw some pitches when he's got pretty good stuff. His velo came down a little bit, but used his breaking stuff effectively, and we just couldn't string anything together. Uh, I think that you was a little sharper today than he was in his last game. Yeah, way sharper. Yeah. Um, you know, his breaking ball looked better. His Just his command, his fastball was... You know, going where he wanted it to predominantly the whole way. So I, I think it was kind of a night and day difference, even though his, um, you know, the, the results the other day were pretty good too. He was so clean in the six, he felt comfortable going with him in the seventh, and really some bad luck on a couple of balls that stayed on the chalk. Yeah, I know Cannell leads off with a double, and you second guess yourself a little bit at that point in time. And now a bunt hit, swing and bunt hit, and, you know, now the top of the order is coming up. we got to bring in uh, Timmy. But uh, look, he, he, he felt good, and we just, you know, just couldn't get through that inning. Have you seen that before? Two balls actually hit the grass like that and didn't go foul? Well, after the first one, you figured probably it was going to come back and stay fair. I mean, that's probably the way they have it. So they got some guys that lay down some bunts. Um, but the first one I thought was going foul. The second one I thought probably stays fair. In, in addition to your trust in you, does the bullpen play any part in? A little bit, but, you know, I just wanted to get by. He wasn't going to, you know, get him the fourth time around, and we had Timmy ready for the top. It's just a couple of unlucky balls down the line. You know, give you know, can obviously credit for, you know, doubling the lead off the inning. It has been a kind of weird progression for you the last couple of months. Yeah. It was today, kind of, you think... Him maybe refining that group even if the seventh is a little rough. Yeah, without a doubt. And real again, if it's just the leadoff to to Canna really. So I thought his stuff was good throughout the course of the game. And you know, it's good to get him out there and throw a hundred pitches and you know feel good about himself. I think now he's back to what we're going to see uh, normally out of him. Offensively, to get guys on base, it just seemed like just one yeah. hit away from. doing something. Yeah, you know, recently we've been pretty good about that. Put some pressure on. You know, the pitcher draw, either draw some walks, string some hits together, and and get some big hits. We just couldn't do it tonight. Yeah, bat by Nola could have been pretty big. Yeah, getting Scherzer uh, out of there. Yeah, no it's, doubt. I mean, the ball hit hard. You know, right? You mean oh the, the 11 yeah pitch. yeah in the Scherzer's night. When you're you know we we were hoping you know we could get him out of that that inning. That that at bat certainly has something to do with it. 
That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from New York after this 5 nothing defeat at the hands of the New York Mets in this series opener at City Field. We'll come back. We'll discuss some of the things that Bob Melvin had to say. We'll also give out some of our nightly awards. Take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Plus, when we come back, we will take your phone calls about this game. If you want to chime in, 833-288-0973. The phone number, again, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call. If you want to get involved, would love to hear from you as the Padres fall 5-0 to the Mets on this Monday. Our post-game coverage continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, the final score in New York tonight, the Mets 5 and the Padres nothing as the Mets have their three-game win streak, or I should say the Padres have their three-game win streak snapped at City Field here tonight. Mets scoring five runs, getting two in the third off you Darvish, three in the seventh inning, all those charged against you Darvish, although Tim Hill was the one that gave up a two-run double in the seventh inning. Uh, to Francisco Lindor that made it a 5 nothing game. The big story and the, uh, well, disappointment's not the right word, but where the Padres lacked here tonight was in the offensive category. No way around it. No runs on two hits for the Padres here tonight. Max Scherzer was not great. Uh, didn't look comfortable, really, during the outing, but did what great pitchers do, and that is get through starts where you don't have your best and you don't, kind of feel your best and it looked that way for Max Scherzer at times but you look up five scoreless innings and again for you Darvish and I've said it now a few times over the course of the post game six and a third innings five earned runs given up but the, the line is just not indicative of how good you was really tonight for the most part I mean through the first six innings he had a span of three batters where he gives up two runs after a two-out, nobody-on situation, that was it. I mean, other than that, he was great. Now, he gets in trouble in the seventh inning, but again, I mean, what do you even say about the bunt and then the swinging bunt that somehow uh, stayed fair? I want to read a quote from the clubhouse. This is from uh, Dennis Lynn uh, of The Athletic, who does a great job covering the Padres for The Athletic. By the way, we haven't really had it from the road this year when I'm in the studio, but we should... Uh, in the future, have some uh, some post-game audio from the clubhouse as far as player audio, and uh, we'll uh, hopefully have that uh, in the days to come. But you, Darvish, here's what he said on the Mets' seventh-inning infield hits that somehow stayed fair. Quote, you'll probably see that once a season, but you get to see it two times in one inning. I don't know if that's unlucky or if I'm lucky, to be able to see that. That's a great quote and good perspective by you, Darvish, because I've never seen anything like it. I can't imagine many people have. 
I mean, every once in a while, you'll see a bunt or a swinging bunt go, you know, 75, 80, 85 feet up the foul line and just hug the line and stay fair. That's not that unusual. Unusual, but not that unusual. But to see it twice, not just in the same game, but in the span of three batters is insane. I've never seen anything like that. Um, But again, I said it earlier, kind of jokingly, but kind of not jokingly too. That kind of told you right there it wasn't the Padres' night uh, to win the game. And i got to say, I've got a a tweet here that says, uh, investigate the Mets for using magnets. Which is funny, but it's also kind of funny because uh, of uh, the ear check <laughs> for Joe Musgrove last year. I don't know if tomorrow Bob Melvin and the Padres will ask the umpires to check the Mets for magnets. Again, if you want to call in, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call if you want to chime in. Let me know your thoughts about tonight's game. Whatever you want to talk about Padres related, I'm here for it tonight. Let's uh, knock out some of our nightly segments. Let's check in with some players around the major leagues that went deep today with our home run tally. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin-crest gourmet pies and the original Stuff Knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. We take a look at some of the home run hitters from around Major League Baseball today. For Baltimore, Ryan Mountcastle, Adley Rutschman, and Austin Hayes have gone deep. For the White Sox, Hanser Alberto hit a home run. Jake Cave for the Phillies, G-Man Choi for the Pirates, Brandon Lau hit a big home run for Tampa Bay. More on that coming up later. And Corey Seager for the Rangers also had a home run today. We will have a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up a little bit later in our postgame show. But that's a look at who hit home runs today around baseball. Just some of the names, not everybody, and a lot of games still going on right now. But a look at some of the home run hitters from around the major leagues today. Now let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside the Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. I'll tell you what, this is kind of tough here tonight because... Like I said earlier, I think you Darvish in this game was actually sharper than Max Scherzer. But it's hard to argue at the end of the the day, the game, that it's not Scherzer tonight. I mean, he figured it out through five scoreless innings. You know, Padres did a great job against him. Long at bats. Strong walks, made him work, 97 pitches through five innings, but here's the bottom line. He didn't give up a run, and he gave up one hit. So, picks up the win. It's got to be Max Scherzer tonight. Just has to be with the way this game played out. Five scoreless innings for Max Scherzer, our ace pitcher of the game on this Monday. All right, we'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. When we come back, uh, we'll take some phone calls if we get them. 
Uh, open phone lines right now. I'm shocked. It has been uh, packed phone lines throughout the early part of this season. We've got uh, open phone lines right now. So if you want to chime in, if you've never called in tonight, a very good night to do it because we probably will take your call if you call in. So we'll have that coming up uh, if we get some calls. We'll also take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard and more. The final score in New York tonight, the Mets 5, the Padres nothing. Our post-game show continues when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I see your sister in a Sunday dress. She's out the breeze, she pounds her pants. Our postgame show continues on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, the New York Mets 5 and the San Diego Padres nothing. On this Monday evening in New York City, Sam Levitt with you on the Padres Radio Network here inside our San Diego studios. Good to have you with us on this Monday evening. Tough one for the Padres here tonight, like we've been saying, as the Mets shut out the Padres 5 to nothing. And the Padres are shut out for the first time here in 2023. No runs, two hits for the Padres. Five runs, seven hits for the New York Mets. And I think it's also worth saying here tonight, while we've done a lot of talking about Max Scherzer and the way the Padres approached him in this game and what they did well, what Scherzer ended up doing well, you know, the the other part of this, and it ended up, you know, being a, a, a larger deficit with the three runs in the seventh inning. But regardless, you know, part of the problem here, too, tonight was the Padres didn't do anything against this Mets bullpen, a bullpen that, as you probably know, doesn't have Edwin Diaz in it for the year. John Curtis, Drew Smith, David Robertson, Adam Onovino, four scoreless innings. So it wasn't just Max Scherzer. It was the Padres not hitting against anybody in that Mets bullpen and on that Mets pitching staff today. So we'll see if the Padres can turn that around tomorrow. The bullpen work for the Padres here tonight. Tim Hill got two outs, but again, gave up one of the bigger hits in this game, the two-run double to Lindor in the seventh inning. Now, both those runs charged against you, Darvish. That's why he goes two-thirds scoreless. Tim Hill does. Domingo Tapia, you know what? Not nothing. Threw another scoreless inning, one, two, three, struck out a batter after that opening day appearance where he gave up the back-to-back home runs and didn't look great. Tell you what, Toppy has been a lot better. So, hey, you know, one of the early pieces of news today was Robert Suarez, it appears, having a setback in his throwing progression, feeling something in his right arm while playing catch in Atlanta. Not great news, and we don't know the extent of what exactly the issue is or how far that pushes the timetable back for Robert Suarez, but right now we don't have a timetable. So the point being, if somebody like Domingo Tapia, who throws hard, can emerge, can continue to pitch well, not out of the question that he finds himself back in a a very high-leverage scenario again, 
So, hey, guys in the bullpen, like a Domingo Tapia, it's important now with what's going on with Robert Suarez that guys pitch well and emerge. It is. So, not nothing there from Domingo Tapia, the fact that he was able to put together a 1-2-3 inning, had to face Alonzo, Vogelback, and Canna in that eighth inning and retired on one, two, three. So that was, if you want to look at a mini positive for the Padres here tonight, Domingo Tapia's performance, certainly one of them. All right, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game. Hmm. Well... Eh, I, I'm, I'm. See, I just talked about Tapia. I think I'm going to go with Domingo Tapia. I should have saved that whole Tapia speech there for this segment. <laughs> I didn't really think that out, but you know what? Nobody really stood out on the Mets side of things despite them winning the game. So I'll go with Domingo Tapia, and I won't repeat myself because I just kind of explained why he would be relief pitcher of the game. So Domingo Tapia, a relief pitcher of the game for the scoreless inning here tonight out of the Padres bullpen. Now, one could argue, you know, the Mets won the game, four different relievers throw a scoreless inning, but how am I supposed to pick out of Curtis Smith, Robertson, and out of Eno? Come on. So we're just going to go with Domingo Tapia for our relief pitcher of the game on the Padres side of things despite a 5-0 defeat here tonight. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? <laughs> Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Our player of the game here tonight. We'll go with Francisco Lindor of the New York Mets. Hit by a pitch. Scored a run in that third inning. The two-run double in the seventh inning really broke this game open. Go with Lindor, our player of the game here tonight. Got to go with Matt. And Lindor had that big hit. Now, McNeil had a two-RBI double in the third, made it 2 nothing. But Lindor really put it away. He scored the run, started a big double play in the first inning. They got Scherzer out of that opening frame. So, for that reason, we'll go with... Uh, Francisco Lindor here tonight, our player of the game. All right, we'll have the out-of-town scoreboard coming up here in just a bit. Do want to get to your phone calls? If you want to call in, we have time, 833-288-0973. The phone number, 833-288-0973. The phone number to call. Let's go to Katie, who calls in from Oceanside. Hi, Katie. How's it going? I'm good. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm doing well, doing well. Uh, beautiful day here in San Diego, so not much to complain about. Would have uh, a Padres win uh, would have made it uh, even better, but you know, one game, no big deal. Yeah, that's what you're saying to a friend tonight, right? We're gonna win sixty, we're gonna lose sixty, and after that second little bunt squibbed down the line and didn't go foul, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And I think the friend I was with had never seen me watching a game on TV. Did not understand how loud I could get. 
in front of the TV when something like that happens. Um, but I think it's one of those games where you got to be happy that Darvish went out there and got through quite a few innings. I mean, just rotten luck with two outs, right? I like how Darvish put it, too. It's either mm. rotten luck or it's amazing luck to see something like that in the same inning. But I think it's one of those ones you just got to chalk up and we're going to go out there tomorrow and we're going to kill them. Yeah, you know, it was bad luck, and you're right. The rally in the third began with two outs, and uh, Katie, appreciate the call. Thank you, as always, for listening and uh, and calling in. But you're right. It was bad two-out luck. It was bad luck in general with the, with the back-to-back balls that somehow stayed fair. Not back-to-back, but two in the span of three batters. Just wasn't the Padres' night. You know, again, you Darvish was better than what the final line is. Six and a third, five earned runs given up. He really was, and I'm going to stand by that. He was better, but, uh, you know, had some bad two-out luck in the third, couldn't get out of it, and then just flat-out bad luck in the, in the uh, seventh inning. And by the way, the Lindor two-run double, he didn't give up. So two runs charged against him in that scenario, too. So... Bad luck, no doubt, and uh, I think one of those you'll wash away. And, hey, if we've learned anything on this road trip, don't assume that a series will be defined by the opening game, right? Because the Padres lost a heartbreaker in walk-off fashion on Thursday in Atlanta, bounced back beautifully to win the next three Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And here today they lose a game to the Mets. Let's see what happens tomorrow. Then Wednesday morning, it'll be morning time, uh, that game on Wednesday and then the Padres head back home. So we'll see. Six and five again. I think it uh, it echoes what I said a few days ago, and it echoes. I was on with Ben and Woods this morning. I have a, a weekly spot now. No more a spring training, Sammy, but in-season Sammy. Uh, I'm Ben and Woods every Monday at 9.35 we do that. And I, I said today, earlier, I said, you know, look, it's been a pretty good start to the year. Not perfect. Not terrible, obviously. Pretty good. Six and four. I still feel that way tonight. Six and five. Could it be better? Yes. Have there been a couple of games at least? The Padres could have won. Could have Robert Suarez being in the bullpen be a reason why they would have won those games? Yeah. But not bad. Not great. But kind of pretty good all right. And I guess the good news is that the rest of the division has been pretty good all right at best so far. Not that you're 11 games in comparing your team to the division at this point. In fact, uh, I was joking last night, if you listened at the very end, and uh, I got a couple of tweets about it, so I know people were. But uh, I said, after the third straight win and the Dodgers losing three straight, I said, I'm not looking at standings. You're not going to find me reading a standing on this show, pregame or postgame, until at least like May 15th. I'm not reading standings because it's April. So for as much as I maybe wanted to read the standings and tell you where the Padres stood, I said I'm not doing it. So we're very early. Um And again, this is a very tough stretch, and I don't want to lose sight of that. Mets are a really good team. They haven't got off to a great start. They came in 5-5. They're dealing with a lot of injuries right now, especially on the pitching side of things. Their offense has not been great, but I I do firmly believe the Mets are going to be a 90-plus win team and be in the mix to win that division and ultimately get to the postseason. I would be shocked 
if they don't. And I think a lot of people would be shocked as well. So, uh, you know, look, the Braves, we know, great team. Mets are going to be really good. They're going to be right there. You know, and that's who uh, that's who they're playing right now. Atlanta, New York, then back here to face Milwaukee, pretty good team. Then Atlanta again, really good team. So keep that in perspective as they play the first road trip and really tough stretch of the season here in April. So six and five, not bad, and and we'll see. We'll see. You, you can't. I'm kind of a firm believer. You can't you know, ride the roller coaster, or I should say the day-to-day roller coaster of a baseball season. You can ride the roller coaster month to month and the windiness of it. That's part of the reason, quite honestly, we love baseball, but I mean, you can, you can ride the the day-to-day roller coaster. If you want to be excited and equally as devastated when your team loses day-to-day during an 162 game season, be my guest. Go ahead. I love the passion, but, uh, it's it's going to be a long year. So, um, look, uh, kind of a weird game here tonight. Number of respects, and the Padres fall 5 to nothing. All right, let's take a look at what went on around the major leagues today with the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the out-of-town scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. First, we take a look at the games going on right now. Rockies ahead of the Cardinals, 7-3 in Colorado. Ninth inning there. Cardinals supposed to be a pretty good team. They're in danger of dropping to 3-7. So, hey, you want to talk about not-so-great starts? There's one. Cardinals, if they don't come back, they will drop to 3-7. Rockies 7, Cardinals 3 in the ninth inning in Denver. Nationals and the Angels tied at 4 in the fourth inning in Anaheim. Diamondbacks beating the Brewers right now in Arizona. Fifth inning there, 1-0. Dodgers beating the Giants in San Francisco. Fourth inning, 4-1, L.A. on top. Finals today, White Sox ahead of the Twins 4-3 in Minnesota. Guardians beating the Yankees 3-2 in Cleveland. Orioles beating the A's 5-1 in Baltimore. Three home runs in that game for the Orioles. Adley Rutschman, Ryan Mountcastle, Austin Hayes all had home runs for Baltimore in that one. Astros beating the Pirates earlier today in Pittsburgh 8-2. Rays are a perfect 10-0. one nothing. Over the Red Sox, Brandon Lau hit a go-ahead solo home run in the eighth inning to propel Tampa Bay past Boston one to nothing. The Rays are ten and zero. Very impressive. Phillies beat up on the Marlins fifteen to three in Philadelphia. Alec Bohm had six RBIs in that game. Braves beat the Reds five to four. The final in ten in Atlanta. Sean Murphy hit a game-winning two-run home run in that game as the Braves came back in the bottom half of the 10th inning to win it 5-4. Cubs beat the Mariners 3-2 in Chicago in 10. That was earlier today. Nico Orner, a go-ahead game-winning RBI single in the 10th inning as the Cubs beat the Mariners. And finally, the Rangers beat the Royals 11-2 in Arlington earlier today. And that's a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Monday in the Major Leagues. Taking a look ahead to tomorrow, it'll be Game 2 of the three-game series between the Padres and the Mets at City Field in Flushing, Queens, in New York City. First pitch, 
4.10 p.m., 3.10 pregame show start time here on 97.3 The Fan, Padres Radio Network. Starting pitching matchup tomorrow, a couple of young left-handers going at it. Ryan Weathers on the mound for San Diego and David Peterson on the mound for New York. Taking a look at the final totals in game one of this series here tonight. For the Padres, no runs, two hits, no errors. They left on seven. And for the Mets, five runs, seven hits, one error. They left on four. Max Scherzer, the winning pitcher, he improves to two and one. The losing pitcher was Yu Darvish, who drops to 0 and one. Time of game at City Field in New York, two hours and 38 minutes. And the crowd in Queens, 30,244. That'll do it for our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, first pitch tomorrow at 4.10. Our pregame coverage begins at 3.10. Certainly hope you can join us. Until then, for our great studio coordinator, Nick Danucci. I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the New York Mets 5 and the San Diego Padres nothing. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.